Welcome to Episode 7 of ShimmyCast. I'm your host, Anala Rabari. First, I'd like to thank you all for your patience last week with the show being late. I was trying some new recording software in an attempt to give you all better audio quality. And of course, since it was new, I had problems with it. But that's all behind us now, and hopefully this show won't have any problems like that. Um, I'd also like to apologize for uh, forgetting to put the information for the Callan Pickney exercise DVDs in the show notes for episode 6, like I said I would. I have updated that in those show notes, so it is up now for your information. And I also did remember to finally post pictures of my veils in the costume section of the forum like I promised to do weeks ago. Uh, if you'll remember, there was some question about how to do the hemming, so um, there are close-ups of the hems on veils that I have made for myself to hopefully help y'all um, see what I was talking about when I was trying to explain that. And finally, a last little bit of news. There are new logo buttons on the website to make it easier to subscribe to and vote for the podcast. And now on to this episode. We have answers to the question of the week, our news recap, a review of Dolphina's DVD box set, The Goddess Workout, and an interview with Princess Yeone. If you all will remember a few episodes ago, we had an interview with Elena Malente about mothers and daughters dancing together. Well, Princess Yeone is her daughter, and she gives us a daughter's perspective about mothers and daughters dancing together. And this week's podcast, Safe Music, is from the group Shiva in Exile. But first, answers to the questions of the week. Our first answer comes from Jen, who lives in Rome City, Indiana. And she wrote, I found you just a couple of weeks ago, and I've listened to all your podcasts so far. I love your Podsafe music choices and all the information and interviews. I've been belly dancing for about three years, on and off. I started as a form of exercise, but I don't have a costume or anything like that. I've mostly done... uh, exercise videos. I have three completely different kinds, from Nina and Vina to Rachel Bryce. I love the ease and simplicity of Nina and Vina, and I love the yoga and strict muscle training you get with the tribal fusion with Rachel Bryce. I participated in a workshop about a year ago, and I loved it. I was going to start a class last night, but sadly it was full, and I wasn't forethinking enough to pre-register. I'm going to look into the YMCA stuff in my area for future training. I think I'd like to join a troop someday. To answer this week's question, my favorite move is probably the hip shimmy. I catch myself doing it all the time when I'm standing around waiting in line or talking to people at work. It's fun and easy. Thanks so much for all your hard work with the podcast. It's very interesting. Keep up the fantastic work, Jenny. Well, thank you for that email, Jenny. And she kind of uh, answered a few of the previous questions, too, in her email, telling us how she got into belly dance and everything. And um, I know a lot of times 
it is probably hard for people to get to classes because perhaps classes are full when you get interested or there just aren't classes in your area. So I really commend the, those of you who are taking the video route. And we're going to be having some reviews of videos coming up and hopefully y'all will find that useful. And I, I will admit, I started belly dancing. I was lucky enough to get into a class right from the get-go. Uh, but I did use, and I still use, a lot of the exercise DVDs as supplementals to my class. I'm a big believer, and it makes a big difference if you have a teacher in front of you that you can ask questions of. You can't ask a DVD to explain that move again to you. Um, but then again, a lot of times DVDs are really helpful when you're at home and you need to practice and you've forgotten the move that was taught in class or you just kind of want the sense that other people are around dancing with you and DVDs can offer that. So good for all of you who are pursuing that route as best you can because we can all only do the best that we can. And I have to agree with you, Jenny. I think that the shimmies are my favorite moves too. Um, I like doing them. They're a lot of fun. And I guess probably one of the reasons why I like doing the shimmies is a lot of my fellow dancers in my troupe and my classes have kind of started dubbing me the queen of shimmies because they all say I have really good shimmies, which I don't know how good they are, but it is flattering just that they think they're good. So, and of course, you get compliments, and that kind of makes you want to do it more. And it's like, oh, they said I'm good at that. I'll do it more because I want people to think I'm good. <laughs> so there's a little vanity going on there. <laughs> And next, we have a voice recording from Princess Ioni telling us what her favorite dance move is. Hi, this is Princess Ioni, and I would have to say my favorite dance move would probably be the camel because I think that's a very graceful move and looks really good in the routine. And I'd like to thank Princess Ioni for taking the time uh, during our interview to answer our question of the week. And now the ShimmyCast news. June 23rd through the 25th, concerts and workshops by Hasim and Serena Ramsey in Cardiff, Wales. June 25th, Belly Dance for Life Meet the Teachers workshop presented by UCL Bannon. June 30th, Underbelly presents Sulk at the Salon in Fitzroy, Victoria, Australia. June 30th, the Gypsy Fire Billy Dancers of Tulsa will be performing at the River's Edge Cafe. June 30th, Egyptian Moonlight Oriental Show at the UCL Bloomsbury Theatre in London, England. July 7th through the 9th, Oregon Country Fair is featuring Oriental dance artists such as Salome, Yemea, Azia, and others on the Gypsy Carnival stage, and they will be performing to live music. July 8th, there will be a Sonia workshop in Coral Gables, Florida. July 8th through 9th, Jillian and Asim workshops and concerts in Coyacan, Mexico. Hope I said that right. 
July 9th, there will be a Sonia workshop in Longwood, Florida. This has been the ShimmyCast News for this week, and as always, you can find more information about all of these events on our website. Emails and feedback. Uh, this week we got a comment on the blog from Suhara, uh, who is in Australia. Anala, great show. I love the article on swords. Keep up the fantastic work. I'd like to thank Suhara for taking the time to encourage the work on the podcast. It's sometimes hard to tell if we're really supplying you listeners with what you need and want. So when I get feedback, I really try to pay attention to it and react accordingly. And to that effect, I'd like to take the time to tell you a little bit about some main features that are in the works for the podcast in the coming weeks. Some articles that we're working on are how to host a Hofla. For those of you um, who may not know, Hofla is basically um, an Arabic word for party. And usually it's uh, a women's party, or it can be men. They're usually uh, gender-exclusive parties that involve food and a lot of dancing and talking. Think of it as an American potluck, <laughs> okay? Um, another article that we're working on is using stage names. And finally, understanding Arabic music. Also in the works is an interview series called Belly Dance Around the World. For this series, we're planning on interviewing dancers in various places in the world about what this art form is like in their area. Um, I thought it would be really cool for us to get these interviews up and for people to hear about what belly dancing is like in other parts of the world. Living in Arkansas, I am very curious about what belly dancing is like in you know, England, Italy, Australia, Canada, you know, the Middle East itself, all over the world. And I thought perhaps you listeners would be interested in that too. So far we have interviews lined up for Arkansas and England. If any of you listeners are interested in being interviewed about what dancing is like in your area, please email me at shimmycast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll start talking and uh, do what we can to get interviews set up as soon as possible. Or, you know, if you want to email and you say, hey, I won't be available like in the next month or so, but, you know, I know I'll be available in August. We'll do that too. That's fine. I'm flexible. <laughs> I'm also working on setting up an article contest. At this stage, I'm still trying to work on... Uh, getting guidelines figured out, as well as getting prizes and judges lined up. That's right, there will be prizes. So stay tuned for more information about that. And as always, remember you can send us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com or on our forum at shimmycast.blogspot.com and feel free to vote for us on Podcast Alley or Podcast Pickle and leave reviews on iTunes and uh, Yahoo podcasts. Also, don't forget to sign up on our Frapper map on the website. It's been fun seeing where everybody who listens to the show lives. Mm -hmm.
This week's review comes to us from Nayo, who is one of the co-artistic directors of my troupe, Mayor in a Wall. The Goddess Workout by Dolphina. A review by Nayo. I had received a three DVD set of The Goddess Workout by Dolphina as a gift. Since I don't really buy into the quote goddess genre, I was predisposed not to like it. I was very pleasantly surprised by the quality and instructional value of the set, though, when I finally watched it. The first DVD covers the basics very well. She goes over proper posture, teaches a routine, and has a good cool down. She does an excellent job of breaking the individual movements down so the viewer is able to master them. The second DVD is called The Warrior Goddess Workout and is very challenging even for a more advanced student. I learned several movements that I have used since. Once again, there's a good warm-up, cool-down, and a routine. The final DVD concentrates on finger symbols and veils. She has a unique way of teaching rhythms on the symbols using some very interesting phrases. I really like the setting she uses for the veil part. She is outdoors, so the viewer learns about controlling the veil, even in windy situations. These DVDs are quality production, and I would recommend them to beginner and more advanced students alike. I'm constantly looking for good ideas and instruction, and this set has both. They are definitely a good value and a welcome addition to my DVD library. And I would like to thank Nayo for this week's review again. And now, our interview with Princess Yeone. So, I'm here with Princess Yeone, and we're going to talk a little bit about how she got into belly dancing. And first of all, um, tell us how old you are, and how you got your dance name, and what special meaning it has to you. Well... I'm 14, and my name is actually, the Yeone part is actually from an anime I used to watch, and I just kind of thought it was a really pretty name, and uh, it's kind of unique, because it's a different word, and I'd like to try to be unique, so I thought maybe a new, new unique name would suit me. Yeah, it's a really beautiful dance name and I have not heard it before and when you told me I was like oh that's so pretty and it fits her so well and you said you were 14 right yes and how old were you when you started dancing I was 13 13 okay so you've been dancing for about a year mm-hmm. okay and how long had your mom been dancing when you started to get interested in belly dancing too Actually, I'm not quite sure. She had been dancing, I believe, a year longer than me, so I guess she had been dancing for about two years or so. Okay. And do you remember what it was that attracted you to belly dance and why you wanted to start belly dancing? I always thought it was kind of interesting, and I've always had an interest in, like, Egypt 
liked and the kind of the culture and that kind of got me interested into it. And when I saw belly dancing, I just thought it looked really nice. And so I figured I could try it and it'd also be something I can do with my mom. Yeah. Do you remember your mom's reaction when you told her that you wanted to start dancing? Not really, but I vaguely remember it and she was actually looked pretty happy. Yeah, she was, so she was probably pretty excited that y'all would have something you could do together. Yeah, definitely excited. Yeah. And did you always want to take classes with your mom, or did you think that you might take a class with other students that were more your age? Well, my, like, practically my whole life, I'm used to hanging out with people not really my age, but I kind of like dancing with the people I dance with now, but I guess dancing with someone, uh, people around my age would be cool too. Yeah. But I kind of like being in the classes with my mom so we can go over things together and help each other out. Yeah. Do you think that the two of you will ever do a mother-daughter routine together? Actually, I think that'd be kind of cool to do a mother-daughter routine yeah, and uh, I, that was one of the questions that I asked your mom, and she was she said she'd never thought about it. And I just I personally think it would be really cool to see the two of y'all do a duet together. I think it would be a lot of fun. I think it'd be fun. I'd be pretty nervous, but I think that <laughs> would be a lot of fun. <laughs> so, speaking of nervous, do you get nervous when you perform, or do you feel pretty confident and have a good time when you perform? I have a lot of fun when I perform, but if I know there's somebody in the audience I know and that I'm uh, that I talk to on an everyday basis, I get kind of nervous because what I do on stage is what they're going to think of what belly dancing is for the rest of their life. So if I give a bad impression, then that could mess up the impression of belly dancing for them. So ah. I do kind of get nervous. <laughs> but, and you currently have not done a solo yet. Mm -mm. Do you think you ever will? Actually, I'd really like to do a solo sometime. Yeah, and I think you're a beautiful dancer, so I know the the troupe would be very supportive of you if you ever decided that you did want to do a solo. And and I hope that you realize that the troupe would be very supportive of you. Yeah, I might actually uh, try doing a solo sometime. Yeah. Well, you know, you have a lot of women in the troupe who would be more than willing to help you out if you said, I'm going to do a solo. <laughs> a lot of the older women who have daughters, a lot of them think of you as another of their daughters, and some of us younger women who don't have daughters yet think of you as a little sister. Yeah, I've always got the impression that I'd be welcome there. Yeah. When yeah. I first came, I was kind of nervous that it'd just be kind of weird and I might kind of stand out, but after I went, I realized that I'd be welcome there. So you get a good feeling from being in a troop. You like being in a troupe with a lot of different women of different ages and backgrounds and things? Yeah, I do really like that. I think that's one of the things that helps me dance is because there's a, a bunch of different varieties of people in the class and you can't really feel left out there. So that also gives you confidence and just being with a bunch of different people is also really nice too. 
Yeah. Because you get just a bunch of people in the same group. There's never really anything exciting, but it's nice to have different people around. Yeah. What do um, your friends that are your age think about the fact that you belly dance? Well, a lot of them really actually kind of like it, the ones that do know, but a lot of my friends don't really know I belly dance. I'm not embarrassed of it, it's just they never really ask. The ones that do know think it's actually really cool, though. One of them, like my friend Lindsay, who at one point in the class wanted to try it, but she couldn't really stick with it. Does that make you, knowing that some of your other friends haven't been able to stick with it, does that make you, give you a sense of pride in yourself that you have been able to stick with it and you've been performing with the troupe now for a year? Yeah, it actually kind of does because usually I don't stay in a lot of things. I kind of drop out after a certain point, but it's kind of, I kind of really like the fact that this is something I really like and that I can stick to. That's good. So I don't know how aware you are, but we actually have three sets of mothers with young adult daughters in our troop. Why do you think so many mothers and daughters are enjoying belly dance together? Well, I really think that it's like belly dancing to some people may seem kind of a scary thing. And I think that a lot of people figure it would really help to have like their child or their mother with them when they do it. So, you know, you always got someone by your side whenever you're doing it. So I guess it, to some people it's like a security and stuff like that. And I think it's a really good way to time with one another because it's just like really something different. Yeah. How do you think belly dancing has changed your life? I'm Well, I'm definitely more confident in what I do and how I look. I know that much. And... Well, I don't think before I'd have ever been able to get on stage and do anything without, like, getting extremely nervous. And doing this has helped me, like, even when I performed for chorus, I doubt I would have been able to stand on stage and sing unless unless I had the, like, I was getting kind of used to being on stage from the dancing. So it's helped me in a lot of other things in life. Yeah, I don't know if you realize it or not. I think it has perhaps made you more self-aware? Because just from your answer to that question, I know I had been dancing for two or three years before I realized that belly dancing had made me more confident about myself. And that was just your answer right off the bat. (laughs) I guess it kind of has made me a little bit more aware of a lot of things. Yeah. And how has uh, your relationship with your mom been changed by belly dancing? It's given us something to talk about, and it kind of helps bring us together because we have something to talk about, and we can uh, dance uh, together and help blend a routine, and helping each other out really brought us pretty close. Yeah. Is there anything that you don't like about dancing with your mom? Not really. I really actually like every point of it. Even fighting over the bathroom mirror to get ready for shows? <laughs> well, sometimes that can be a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, your mom is fixing to start teaching belly dance, and you'll be one of her students. How do you think that's going to go? I think that'll actually kind of help a lot, because... 
it'd be kind of cool to have my mom teach the class, and I'd like to see how uh, she does. So actually kind of I'm going to enjoy being a, her student to kind of see how she does and uh, all that because I think I'd really like it. Do you think um, you'll ever want to teach belly dance at some point and follow further in your mom's footsteps? Yeah, I think I'd definitely like uh, teaching your class. That'd be kind of cool, but I think that'd be in the far future. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you might need to wait until you graduate high school first. (laughs) Yeah. Because school will just keep you busy. (laughs) Um, do you think you will continue to dance into your adulthood? I actually think it'd be kind of cool to make, like, a living out of it, be a professional dancer someday. I think that'd be very interesting. Oh, yeah, that would be really neat. You want to, so you want to be, like, the next belly dance superstar dancer? Well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Do you, is there a particular belly dance uh, style that you like? Or do you like them all? As opposed to, like, you know, cabaret, as opposed to American tribal, as opposed to um, Egyptian or uh, gypsy, or do you just kind of like them all right now? I actually kind of like them all because, like, certain things mixed together look really good and I kind of like to keep my options open instead of just like focusing on one so I actually kind of like them all yeah and you're so young right now in your belly dance career that it it is good to keep your options open and learn a little bit about everything so is there anything else that you would like to um, say about dancing with your mom or just belly dancing in general not that I can think of any any advice any advice that you might want to give to girls your age who are thinking about belly dancing but maybe just aren't quite brave enough to go ahead and jump in in a class? I think that they should try because it's not really as scary as it sometimes may seem. I think to a point, everyone there's I doubt there could be a person who wouldn't at least like it to a point. So I think everyone should really try, and a lot of people may think uh, that it'd be kind of scary because, and some people get the wrong idea of a lot of dancing because what's on TV, but it's actually kind of like a everyone helps each other out kind of thing. It's very helpful, and they help you overcome a lot of fears in your if you, when they you first go to the class, you're with a lot of other people just like you. But it's not really as scary as it may seem. Okay, well, I'd like to thank you very much, Princess Shioni, for your time and letting me do this interview with you. No enjoyed that interview with Princess Gioni about mothers and daughters dancing together from a daughter's perspective. And now we've come to the end of another episode and time for next week's question, which is, what's the most unusual or unexpected place you've seen belly dancing? 
And this can be a live performance or it could be somewhere like in a movie or a TV show or um, just whatever. The You were going about your business and all of a sudden, whoop, there's belly dancing. Where did that come from? To answer, you can send an email to shimmycast at gmail.com or go to our forum board at shimmycast.blogspot.com. Finally, it's time for the music pick of the week. This week's song is Hollow Earth from the album Ethnic by Shiva in Exile. I hope you enjoy this song, and until next week, this is Anala Rabari saying shimmy on.
Thanks again for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com and be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the hosts and the podcast crew. Thanks again.